Hello, friends. Welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we explore how to remain nimble and stay hopeful in the crucible of adversity and uncertainty. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships and host of this podcast. Well, today we're going to go back into the vault again over the several dozen episodes that we have, and we're going to re-air an episode that has been helpful for many of our listeners. At least that's what you have told us. We know that we've gained a lot of new listeners since the episode first aired, and we want to give these new listeners a chance to hear if they haven't been able to go back through the catalog of episodes. But even if you've been a longtime listener, even if you've listened to this already, we believe that this uber practical episode on how to ask better questions is crucial for us to become more resilient leaders. We hope you enjoy the episode and thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 36 of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we are convinced that resilience in leadership is not just a good idea, it's required. I'm J.R. Briggs, and today I want to talk about one of my favorite topics. No, it's not baseball. No, it's not fish tacos, although that's close. It's not canoeing. It's not my family. Those are all good answers. But what I want to talk about is question asking, the importance for leaders to be questionable influencers, <laughs> to learn to ask great, compelling, incisive questions. This is not the first time that we've talked about the importance of questions on this podcast, where we need to ask great questions. We touched on it in an earlier episode, and this is so crucial that this will not be the last time that we talk about question asking either. We will refer back to it a handful of times since there is so much to unpack about this important topic. As I mentioned earlier, my dissertation topic was about equipping leaders, especially Christian leaders, to ask better questions for greatest impact. It, it was Peter Drucker who said, the leader of the past may have been the one who asked all the right or gave all the right answers, but the leader of the future will be the one who asks all the right questions. Let me be vulnerable and honest with you here. Or as one of my friends who is from Texas says, let me get soul naked with you. As I spend time with leaders in this new reality, I'm concerned that leaders are almost entirely focusing on rethinking their systems when what they really need right now is to be rethinking their questions. Moving away from overemphasizing rethinking the systems to emphasize in rethinking our questions. What do I mean by this? For many leaders, they are asking questions like, how do we organize our business or our church or our organization or team right now? How do we move online? How do we manage for the long haul? These are good questions. They should be considered, but they're only on the surface. We must also be asking below the surface questions. We must be asking questions about our questions to ensure that we are asking the best questions, the most important ones. This is crucial. Because when we ask the right questions, we will truly be transformed. Leadership is not transactional. It's transformational. And I'm convinced that if we keep asking transactional questions, we don't really, we, we aren't really leading in the new reality. We're only managing. Now, managing isn't bad. We need management. But right now, more than anything else, we need leaders. People who will courageously take us into the great unknown. And right now, those kinds of leaders are difficult to find. Leaders, we need you right now more than ever before. And in order to lead courageously, we have to ask 
courageously. In order for us to lead in a transformational manner, we're going to have to ask transformational questions. And this is good, but it is personal because the truth is we are probably the ones who will be transformed and changed the most, and that comes at a cost. So I want to pose two questions to you all about questions. What questions are you asking now that you weren't asking six months ago? Or what questions should leaders be asking, but nobody is? I posed this second question on Facebook a few weeks ago, and I received a ton of responses and interaction. When I asked that question, what question should leaders be asking that nobody is right now? Here's how some people responded. They said, how do we leverage the opportunity? What crucial changes can we make now that would have been impossible without this disruption? If it were Groundhog Day and we had to go back to March and do it all over again, what would we as individuals, churches, communities, states, even countries do differently? What if we never tried to go back to the way it was? As, gener as a generation of learners, what can we do differently to build a stronger foundation of empathy within our society? What has it done for our understanding of our identity? And lastly, who are the people who are on the margins, who have always lived in uncertain and confusing times and circumstances? What can they teach us in this season? Now, these are great questions. I love it. So let me ask you, what would you add to the list? What questions are you asking right now you weren't asking six months ago? And what question or questions do you believe that leaders should be asking, but few are actually asking right now? I'd love to hear from you. Now, remember back in episode 30 when we talked about leaders thinking less like mothers and more like midwives, a metaphor from Bill Eason? And we talked about Socrates, who said that asking questions was like midwifery. Well, Socrates also used another metaphor to describe questions. Questions, he said, were like a gadfly, a horsefly, which was intended to sting, to provoke, to annoy people in order to get their attention and to get them moving in the direction, in the right direction of action. Now, sometimes questions give birth to new things, midwife, and sometimes questions provoke, irritate, and move people to action, gadflies. With this in our minds, I want to take a few moments to look at something I developed during my dissertation, what I call the four levels of questions. Have you ever noticed that not all questions are created equal? Some have more weight and meaning and punch and purpose to them. Why those questions? What's the difference? It's because questions reside on four different levels. And I want to look at these four levels of questions. You ready? Level one is simple facts. These are questions whose intent is to gain more knowledge or context, much like a journalist would ask. Things like, what's your name? Where do you live? How long have you lived here? What's the time? Level two questions are feelings, motivations, and emotions. These are questions whose intent is to get to know others relationally or to know the purpose behind something or someone. Why did you want to do that? When that happened to you, how did that make you feel? On a scale of one to 10, how excited are you about this opportunity? Level three questions are about desires and passions. These are questions whose intent is to get you to know to get you to know others, but with a deeper level of connection and engagement, which requires some level of vulnerability. These are questions maybe like, what do you really want in your life? What breaks your heart? What are you absolutely passionate about? What would you do if you weren't afraid of anything? And then level four, this is about vulnerability and intimacy at its deepest level. 
Questions intended uh, to courageously connect and deepen intimacy with someone else. This is the deepest point of human connection. Humans usually only have a handful of friends or family members with whom they can regularly ask level four questions to without it becoming too emotionally scary. These might be questions like, can you identify your heart's cry in this moment, especially if someone is crying? What would you want people to know right now that you might not have ever shared with someone else? And what are you afraid to tell me or others in this moment and why? Now, as we think about the four levels of questions, we need to keep the following in mind. First, we need wisdom and discernment to know which level is most appropriate in a particular group or relationship. Think about the levels of questions like swimming in a lake, entering into the water ankle deep, level one, walking out to knee or waist deep or level two questions, wading uh, into chest or neck deep would be level three questions, and then swimming without being able to touch the bottom of the lake. Those are level four questions. If you ask open-ended questions well, you are giving people a chance to keep it at a current level or for them to take it to a deeper level, the next level of questions with you. People will only feel comfortable to move naturally to the next level if there is an established context of trust with you, the question asker. And moving too quickly to the next level of questions can make the relational context awkward with others, and it risks an erosion of trust or an increase in suspicion. Lastly, don't make it robotic. Don't make it contrived or manipulative or overly structured. In doing so with these four levels, you run the risk of ruining trust in the conversation. Now, think about these four levels of questions that we've talked about. What might be an example or, or two that you can think of, of a question in each of the four levels? Can you identify them? How might you know when it is safe enough to move to ask a question to another level? And have you ever been in a situation where you asked a question at the wrong level, what happened? Now, here's my challenge to you. I've got four specific challenges. Number one, I want to encourage you to, to do a question audit of your conversations. Can you recognize the questions that you're asking in a given conversation or even the questions you're asking in a given day? Number two, what is your default level of which you find you ask most of your questions? Levels one, two, three, or four. If you find that you're on level one or two in most of your questions, you may find that your relationships have remained on the surface with others. If you find you've only asked level four type questions, you may be scaring people away by having too much vulnerability in your conversations. So here's the third challenge. If you were to ask your close friends, family members, or colleagues, on a scale of one to 10, one being low, 10 being high, how good of a question asker am I? What might they tell you? How do you think they would answer? And then here's the follow-up. Rather than guessing, why don't you ask them that question this week? Why don't you take a poll and ask them, get, a, get feedback uh, on your own level of question asking? And then finally, here's my final challenge. See if you can generate a good list of caring thoughtful, incisive, and valuable questions in each of the four levels that we've looked at and begin to utilize some of those questions with the people you interact with. Challenge yourself to ask better questions. I do this all the time. I did this while checking out at the grocery store last week. Instead of asking the, the checkout clerk, how are you doing? I decided to ask, so what's the biggest change to your work rhythm since the pandemic hit? 
I also asked, what's the largest bill you've ever rung up for someone's groceries? Why? Because I'm curious. I learn something new and I value others in the process. Now, here's the secret. If you ask stale, predictable, generic questions, you get tired, stale, predictable, and generic answers. But if you ask thoughtful, engaging, caring, valuable questions, you will get thoughtful, engaging, caring, valuable answers. And leaders who ask the best questions, as Peter Drucker said, will be the leaders of the future. Resilient leaders are the leaders who ask great, thoughtful, important, incisive, and timely questions. Be that kind of leader this week. Well, thanks for listening. This podcast would not happen without my friend, the gifted Joel Limbowen at Onalim Productions. Thinking about starting a podcast or need a video created and produced, Joel does great work in these areas. Check out the link to his website in the show notes. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning and learn to be the kind of leader who's known for asking great questions because that's what resilient leaders do and that's who resilient leaders are.